Will to Win, where emerging entrepreneurs come to learn the best tips, strategies, and techniques to unlock their potential and become more successful. I'm your host, Steve Scarney, and each week I will bring on the most incredible guests who are going to share their own unique stories, knowledge, wisdom, and insights about how they've been able to close the gap between failure and success, and then go on to live a life of greatness. Here at The Will to Win, we are dedicated to educating and inspiring you to be able to maximize your potential and make what seems impossible totally possible. to the Will to Win show, episode nine. It's so great to have you on the show to speak about the ins and outs of dating in the 21st century. Hey, Steve, it's so great to, to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me and thank you for the opportunity of sharing, you know, the knowledge that I have and also obviously share with your audience as well. It is so great to be here. I'm really glad to hear that. And You've got quite a bit of experience in, I guess, dating relationship world, helping people be able to find their soulmate and really be able to have the life they want, like to have a meaningful life, not just by themselves, but with someone truly special. So tell us a little bit about your background in what you do. So it's really my own journey that got me on this path. It's so interesting how... I was facing my own challenges and then it was out of the desire of having, you know, healthy relationship that I start to invest in myself and attend a variety of programs. And as you do, you know, you end up doing an NLP training and <laughs> hypnosis, you know, training and you end up, you know, a coaching program and you end up doing a relationship program. And then I just, I just discovered this passion for knowing and and understanding men and women, you know, and, and the differences between them. So it was uh-huh. my own that took me into that direction. And I never really planned to become a dating. So the ultimate goal was not to become a dating and a relationship coach, but rather it was thirst for knowledge to support myself uh-huh. and start coaching people for depression and anxiety. I realized that most of them had a lot of relationship problems. So, I see. So I started helping people move from a breakup, move from an ex, and I was supporting them one-on-one and they were getting so empowered and so mm-hmm. like free and independent and thriving on so many aspects of their life. But I realized that when it came to dating, so they were lacking the skill. So I thought, well, why not applying everything that I have learned and really put the knowledge of what I know, I think it will support them and create my own program. So I have created Love Map out of desire to, you know, it was to know, you know, things for myself that was Mm. knowledge to actually support them. And initially it was going to stay just as a one-on-one thing. But when I noticed the impact that it had, you know, with my clients and I'm saying, you know, I'm just going to actually make it this as a group program. So it really, you know, took off. And yeah, it, it's just been a beautiful trip. And as I said, I will have never, if you have asked me, you know, when I divorced, hey, Christina, mm. what are you going to do in life later on, you know? Mm. 
I have never thought, you know, I will become a dating and relationship coach because I didn't feel like I had any expertise. But exploring, you know, everything for myself and attending a variety of programs have got me here and willingness to help others. Well, that's fantastic. Christina, like you've come such a long way as a dating coach for your own personal experiences that drove you to be this person that really gives hope to people who are looking for that special someone. And we may as well go into the, take a dive into the questions and ask you some really good questions that will help people in their journey towards finding love. So one question that comes to mind is when you're single and you're looking for that special someone, let's say I'm a guy and I'm trying to attract a woman or the right woman. What are the kind of qualities that some of the qualities that women desire in a man that really stand out? Great question, Steve. And actually most women don't even realize that's what they're looking for. When I, sorry. That's okay. The dog is trying to join into. Ah, ah. At the odds, of course. So some of most most ladies actually don't even really know what they're looking for. So when I ask, mm. you know, looking for in a man, they say, "Well, I, I'm looking for someone I can trust. I'm looking for someone that's honest." So they are actually listing, you know, some values that are are great, but they're not actually really the essence of what they really need. So. Mm. Is looking for a man who is decisive, who is a leader, a man who is a protector, man that can keep her safe. So protection meaning not just ah, oh, you know, if somebody comes at you, I'm just gonna punch him, but rather like you know, anything, any anything. It's so different to be a woman. You know, safety is not really a concern for a man, but women have been a prey, really. You know, mm. see beginning of being a woman right so they are viewed as weaker and in in most instances we don't have the same kind of strong body you know as as a man right it's a different completely different build and just our natural nature way of being is not one of competitiveness you know we we learn to become like that since we start to use more of our masculine energy but mm-hmm. women are really, really looking. It's someone, a leader, someone who is inspiring them through what they, what he does. You know, mm-hmm. someone who is reliable as Very well. Important. Yeah, if you say something, you do that, or at least like you're working towards it. So show me signs, right? And then more and more women are really, really craving the transparency you know, in communication. So transparency, meaning I'm willing to share and include you in what I'm going through. Mm, absolutely. It's so, hand to, you know, solve the problem inwards first. So they go into their caves and they don't understand how a woman can be quite excluded. And she doesn't understand because women solve problems by talking and sharing with others. That's right. Right, to community and men don't do that. So it's very hard for a woman to really understand, even if they heard about the concept, oh, he needs cave time, they don't really understand the importance. And men don't understand why he needs to share with women their struggles or that because it's not cool to share struggles with a woman because then I might look weak. 
But that's not how it goes mm. in all. That's just in men's world, right? So we are transitioning more now to a world where men and women understand that they have masculine and feminine energy and they can be more like men or more like mm. women. So, yeah, such a profound insight. And yet it def- definitely is a switch taking place where men, I believe, are starting to realize that, hey, maybe I do need to open up. Maybe it's not so bad to share my emotions after all. And there's not really any shame in it. And being able to let go and share your ish- your troubles, your challenges with your partner or your wife, it's it's critical to the sustainability of that relationship and working f- because if you don't work through the pain, the struggles, like that relationship's going to end up in conflict. But yeah, what what is your take on that? I think that you know usually a partner will know that something is not right because your energy is changing. How you're showing up? Are you more in your head? You're more. You, you know, thinking you you're not present even if your body's there. You might be in your head and like completely missing some things that are really important. So, mm-hmm. partner will anyway sense that. So by not sharing what's going on, they're gonna come up with their own story, <laughs> and most of the time, their own story is gonna be much much worse than what yeah. they're going through and experiencing. So you're putting yourself at risk of of distancing and creating a gap with the other partner where if you actually will be willing to share with that person and not from a wound but share a struggle from an empowered state mm. i'm happy problem i'm dealing with right now it could be about work about my business about my kids about whatever what it is and i'm trying to work through to understand what this is you know and find a solution to it so could you give me some time to mm. look into this more and then I'll come to you when I'm ready to share. So you are including them, you are communicating, you are confirming, hey, this is not about you. This is something mm. I'm with, right? So it's a reassurance for the other partner, right? And then you're also placing some, not boundaries but rather like a request can i solve this on my own because men it's important for them to solve it on their own right so so can i solve this on my own and then when i'm ready i'm coming back to you and you know from time to time checking in with her and letting her know hey you know i'm still working on this i'm thinking so give her something so she knows that okay you made some progress or i you didn't make some progress or because otherwise she will feel pushed away Mm. and she'll down and if you have a shut down woman on your hands that that's a completely different <laughs> yeah <well>, that's chaos <laughs> it's a completely different you know approach that you gotta you gotta you know come up with so mm. yeah so, I hope it's- that's most important i think the other thing is like not as a man we want to tell the woman what to do give her the solutions and often that's not what they want. All they want is for you to listen and acknowledge them. And if you can do that, your relationship will be much better off. <laughs> so they need you. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I agree with that. So they need to, you, they need a man or someone to listen so they can be heard. 
when they feel heard, they feel understood. So when we hit them with solution, which might not be according to their own values or needs, then they're going to feel like you didn't get them. So they're mm-hmm. going to come and explain you, start the beginning from the beginning again and explain you the whole story that you just heard. Oh, right? no, that's <laughs> not fun. <laughs> you hope you're going to understand. You're not listening to me. <laughs> and, and you're going to... The man is like, why well, you already told me this. Why are you telling me this again? And she's like, well, because mm. you didn't understand me. <laughs> That's what she's thinking. So if you actually listen and pay attention to her feelings and validate her feelings, you don't have mm. to agree with the story, but just validate her feelings. I can see you're upset and this is so upsetting, right? Mm. So then she feels like... Oh, he gets me, right? So now she feels resolved because you get her and you're holding space for her mm. and you're validating her feelings. So now she's like, oh, so she's all loving because she's resolving what she's feeling through the talking and she's open to you and she's like all smiling and happy. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> and you get the affection that you want and the warmth and the openness and the laughter and the smiles and the looking into your eyes, an open-hearted woman, which is beautiful. Oh, definitely. Mm. So, yeah, really great response. And we might move on to a new question, such as, like, when if you're a guy and, you know, you're looking around, you're trying to find the right partner, you're trying to stand out from the crowd. What are some things that, from a woman's perspective, that you would suggest that a man could do to really stand out and get the attention of a woman that he is interested in? The number one thing that comes to mind is get to know her. Be curious. Don't just apply some generalized stuff that you heard from your friends or Mm. just books. Or, I mean, it's good to have knowledge and skill, right? So I'm not saying don't read about relationships or dating or women or, but actually be present. So be present with her and second, get to know her, you know, actually ask questions about her and ask questions, not just for the sake of conversation, but actually, you know, ask her what she likes, what she loves doing, Mm. what lights up her fire, you know, inside her. You know, what helps her feel connected, right? So ask questions that will lead the conversation towards whatever what you want to experience, you know, like, mm. so even if you ask something as, you know, simple as what food do you like, that's going to give you information on how you can please her. If you can please a woman and make her happy, she's going to stay open to you, just going to want to give more and spend more time with you because you make her feel happy. Mm. So making someone happy, meaning like you understand their needs mm. and need something to fulfill them. So if she likes Thai food, right, and you just ask that and she tells you, and the next time you're like, hey, how about we go out for Thai? She's like, oh. I love that, right? It's like, and then she, she, she'll be like, oh, he gets me. I'll add that to my list of strategies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, this, so be present and get to know her, okay? Mm. On the, but don't be like, inc- 
like, don't be like a cop, you know, just, just slowly, you know, through the conversation, you know, ask questions and she would like that, you know, and of course, always make compliments, but not over the top, just yeah. not notice like, I love this dress on you, right? Something just, you don't need to say five things at once, just one thing, you know, and eye contact, your hair looks really lovely today. I love the way you're taking care of you. That's going to be music to her ears. So she's going to be like, oh, he noticed that I took an hour and a half to get ready. Yeah. And I went, done my hair and my nails. And, you know, like he's noticing me. He, so she's going to start see, feeling seen. Mm, absolutely. That's, yeah, such a great insight. And as a, as a guy, often we try to rush into things. And sometimes we put too much pressure on the woman, we rush them and they don't like that. Some, and that can often cause them to pull away and go, oh, this guy's desperate. And there's a lot of talk, you know, in the mainstream about, oh, don't be desperate. Don't try too hard. Like, what's your take on this, for, you know, this challenge of, you know, trying to find the, the balance between being, approaching a woman in a genuine way, not being too pushy, but it, because obviously no guy wants to look desperate. You want to look like you've got your life together, like you're in control, you're confident, like you don't want her to think you're weak. So there are two, in a way, there are two different questions um, in, in your question. Yes, yeah, so. I'll address, I'll address. So the first one is uh, we, we need to understand that there are significant anatomical differences between men and women. We create different hormones at different times and in different doses, sorry. And also we so we different things are important for us. So a man can be ready, for example, let's just talk about sex. Men can be ready to have sex like this. Right? He's just thinking about sex or woman boobies or whatever. And he's like most men will be like, okay, I'm ready. So men, it's John Gray that says, you know, that men need that physical to get in contact with, with, with their feelings. But for a woman, it's completely different. A woman mm. has connected to her feelings in order to be ready for sex. Because for most women, okay, except the ones who live primarily in their masculine energy, right? But most women will feel very vulnerable to let a man in. Oh, definitely. So it's not just that the penetration in itself, it is the letting in. So now that I'm, you know, trusting to open my legs to you, it's the opening of the legs. It's actually a symbol of I'm letting you more in to a much deeper, you know, for some women's sacred place. And men don't really understand that because it's not it's most for most men it's not the same. They're not letting someone in. They're actually going in out, <laughs> right? So a woman, most women will be needing some reassurance that before I'm opening up to you, right? Symbolically, both open the legs and mm. emotionally to let you in. I need to make sure that you are worthy of that. I can trust you, 
you can take care of me as in even in that moment right you are mm. someone you can handle me my emotions you know my everything the whole package <laughs> yeah so women need more time because they want that reassurance that if i let you in i'm not going to get hurt right where men are looking at that very differently. Like, I just like that and I want it and I wanted to make it mine now. Whatever that is, it's a, it becomes a bit of a target. Mm. And without understanding how much more sensitivity a woman carries and vulnerability, they can stomp on their feet very easy, very quickly. And Oh, she's just not really capable. And there are a lot of women who feel like in order to a man, in order for them to keep a man, they have to. They have to just have sex. They have to. Hmm. So it became an easy thing. Or women who are just so sex oriented, it's so important to them, and they don't care about the emotional connection. They can just go out there and just have it. So in a way, that's you know freedom that we have now to just you know, have sex whatever one we want without consequences as it used to be. Mm. Has changed the dynamic on how men now kind of expect it, you know, and sometimes might consider women too difficult. Oh, mm. I don't want this. If it's targeted just on having sex. And That's women <laughs> feel that pressure of like, Definitely. well, I, I don't want to. Like, I'm, I'm mm. not ready. You haven't given me enough reassurance. That's it. And, and something and, I heard like for like i'm hearing about a lot of women is the fact that they feel pressured to have it and they don't know the guy well enough and they feel like they're being used they feel like oh this guy only wants me for my phys physicality as opposed to me as a person so they need to see that you are committed and that you actually gently want to be with them you're not here to play games you're not here to take advantage like you actually do want to be with them because most women they want commitment they don't want a one-night stand it is. They just don't know how to ask for it. They don't know mm. how to ask for it. So because they don't understand the differences between the two, they think that if she doesn't want it, it's because she's not attracted to him. Mm. Attraction grows more for a woman the more time she spends with the guy and the guy is fulfilling her needs. So yeah. where men are more visual and they're going to be like, oh, I like her, I want her. A man hits a target. It could be anything. It could be a meal. It could be the bear killing the bear, right? It could be a promotion, pay rise. Like when he decides he wants it, you know, it, he will go for it. Unless uh. he has some fears or some wounds, right? You will go for it. And sex is no different. And a woman doesn't have that. A woman has sex with a man to connect more to him, to experience more to create more intimacy mm. and she doesn't get why he's in such a rush and he is not getting why she's, she needs all this time i mean all the other women are like fine to have sex right away you either like me or you don't like me so you don't like me because you don't want to have sex with me okay goodbye so there's a lot of misreading mm. i feel definitely and i think you really hit the nail on the head in terms of women wanting to connect with the man as opposed to just making it sexual and i guess as men our focus should be more on building the relationship than what it is focusing on the physical side of things and if we can really build that and connection and really get to know the other the 
the, the woman that we're interested in and we actually put effort into it and the woman sees, hey, this guy's different. He's not just here to, you know, get in my pants. He actually really wants to get to know me. And that makes a big difference. It does. But the problem is, as all well, you have some people that are now ready to commit to a relationship. They don't want what what it's called like the burden of a relationship. They don't want to get serious. They don't want to be in a relationship, but they can still be nice and curious and treat the woman right. Mm. right? But then that's very confusing for a woman. Because and and the guy could be quite nice. It's a very it's silver line. It's very hard to navigate. Well, if I'm being nice and accommodating and take care of the needs, but I don't want the relationship for whatever reason. I'm not ready for the commitment, financial commitment, one commitment. I want to explore life, whatever what it is. There's nothing wrong with that. But that's very hard to understand for a woman. Right? Mm. She's gonna keep hoping that okay, he'll change his mind because he's so nice and accommodating and he's taking care of my needs. So what's wrong with me? Why doesn't he want a long-term relationship? Because the woman is always looking for safety. Mm. If she's in a relationship, she has a protector, someone that's going to be there having her back, protecting her. Men don't need that. Men is just looking for a source of warmth, affection, someone that he can come home to, to just ah, unwind. And women don't quite get that and it becomes a bit confusing to navigate. So what I advise on the time is like if a man tells you he's not ready to enter an exclusivity or or a committed relationship, believe him, even if he's super nice, Mm. you know, because he wants to be nice for you. He's a kind, generous person. He could be, you know, a man of his word and and all of that, but he he has the right not to wants to move further, you know, and he doesn't have to treat you bad for for that. But most of the time when a woman finds someone who understands her and gets her more of him and not having it creates quite a bit of misunderstanding, thinking, well, there's something wrong with with her, that he doesn't want me particular. She can't quite get that he might just simply be looking for purpose or prove himself in the world to Mm. make money or to have a certain status or develop some skills yeah good good point and you know it's obviously we have different seasons of life and sometimes off sometimes men aren't looking for the commitment they're just and if that's the case well then the woman maybe she needs to understand that and make a decision okay do i want to keep spending time with this person if it's not going to be a committed relationship or do i need to move on percent. like the is this person having the same goals as me? Mm. It's a question that most women don't necessarily ask themselves. Mm. They just, oh, a man too. I spoke with a man, what was it, two days ago, I think, or yesterday. And he married a woman who fitted who he was at the time. You know, but long term, he had some ambitions. He like wanted to create some something with his life. Mm. You know, he found himself for a long time in a in a marriage where she was not prepared to go in the same direction. She didn't have the same goals. She wasn't prepared to do anything towards the, his goals. So 
then you get that disconnection like about wanting different things and mm. you're not feeling so even if there is chemistry even there is some connection there will be a whole bunch of resentment with that as well uh, because of the mismatching in in goals and and direction in life absolutely and once you realize that the I guess the limitations outweigh the benefits. Well, then maybe that's a sign that it's not the right relationship. But if there are more benefits than limitations, well, maybe it's worth a shot to try and make it work. Yeah, why not? Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, and I have another question that I wanted to ask about. You mentioned about men wanting to men wanting to have success, wanting to achieve, wanting to do something with their life. And I think... When it comes to that, men wanting that, it's like it's it's a sacrifice for them to to do that, and they're not necessarily going to be ready to commit. But at the same time, I've I've sort of gone a bit a bit of a tangent here, but want a man who's secure in himself. Men women want a man who knows what he wants, who's confident and who's strong, who's a protector, like you say. But what happens if the, like, is, is money and status the be-all and end-all? Like, how much of a part does that play in choosing a man, like your career and your status? So it's very misunderstood and, you know, fair enough, like it's misused as well. So the desire for a woman to be with a man who has status or a certain minimum, like a stable financial situation comes again from like the condition that she needs for herself to feel safe. So I'm going to open up, I'm going to give you my love, I'm going to, and I need to know that if I'm co-creating with you, a family, kids, right? So I'm going to, if I'm, when I'm having kids, I'm going to be very vulnerable because I'm not going to just be responsible for myself, but also for my kids. And I'm not going to be able to do all the things that I normally do because I also Uh. have this, right? So I'm in a very vulnerable place. I want to make sure that when I'm doing that, okay, you can still provide for us. And some women have, you know, a variety of standards. Some are realistic, some are not, you know, so, and it's a lot of conditioning in there as well, right? It comes from the older times as well when, you know, a man had to be able to take care of the family, right? The the woman. The, and that can come in many ways. But nowadays, you know, so if a woman, a woman might be indoctrinated by the fact that, okay, you know, you have to find someone with money, for example. She doesn't see the downside of that. Okay. The downside of that being that she would be dependent on that man mm. when it comes to money and now that man might have different things that are important for him and he might not understand her needs all the time and that, I mean, might, might, might not be willing to spend money on some of the things that she wants right so now she's completely dependent so she's they're not seeing the flip side of the con that they need to compromise on their values, cross their own values because they are completely depending on the man. And it's just a, you know, it's a, it's a traditional gender role, you know, based relationship where men are doing this, women are doing that. Mm-hmm. They're happy with that, but they don't understand what's the price that they're paying for it. So 
the whole idea of why this is happening is because one conditioning, okay, that make sure like parents want to make sure that, okay, this guy can take care of my daughter. <laughs> Absolutely. So you, you got to look for that guy, the best in the pack, the best in the pack, meaning certain qualities. He comes with certain gifts, certain uh, certain criteria. And same as a man. A man might look at a woman for certain criteria. Is she warm? Is she affectionate? Is she open? Is she smiling? Is she, you know, can can she hold herself? You know, can she take care of me? Mm-hmm. If I'm wounded, if I'm not in the best place all the time, right? will she still love me? And so they are also looking for certain qualities in a woman, and not every woman have it, has it, right? Depending on her background. So mm. there's, they're holding against sometimes, you know, each other, like, well, you're not this and you're not that. But really, sometimes we not really, each one of us is not something in some way for the other, unless mm. you get that person and you can. So the importance of the status and the money for a woman comes from, again, a sense of safety. And some women have really high standards. Like, if I'm going to be with you, uh, you know, I want to make sure that you can create for me this lifestyle that I want. And that means, I don't know, Botox, fashion designers, and I don't know, sports cars and whatever, you know. You don't have to choose that woman. There are many beautiful women out there and kind and nice that don't have those standards, but there are men that are attracted to providing that for a woman. And I think on that note, on that note with that question, it, like about standards and, you know, when a guy is looking to attract someone, sometimes they're pursuing someone who has really high standards. And sometimes I think, well, are their standards too high or are they just you know, this is, this is what they want, but like, sometimes I do feel like the standards are too high. Is that the... Right. It, it, it depends. Some men might go for women who are highly desirable and they have this innate, you know, desire to make her his because she's so wanted by so many other people. Mm. So you'll want to offer more or give, and she can choose, right? based on her own criteria but i think ultimately it, you need to really understand what's important to you so are you the guy who wants the woman who is gonna pick you out of all these other 15 other guys mm. and then you have to obviously beat the competition somehow it could be leadership leadership skills decisiveness kindness understanding Lots of money or cars or traveling or whatever that you're deciding. Or you could go for someone who is aligned with your values. You might be a more down to earth guy and value different things like being in nature, going camping. So understanding yourself will support you understand who you can pick and the way you can find her as well, which is what I'm doing my one-on-one coaching or my group program, Love Map, is focus on discovering yourself. What is it that you want? Rather than just go out mm-hmm. there, you know, hunting, so to speak, or yeah. not 
hunting, but like exploring without having awareness of where you're going, what you're doing, who you're looking for. Like if you go hunting for a certain animal, you're going to need a certain type of tool or gun or whatever, right? Or if you mm-hmm. go working, you know, in the garden, you again need certain tools. So you need to really understand yourself before you start to open that you know, in journey of going to find someone because most of the time people are looking for chemistry and connection, but that's going to disappear very quickly if you don't mm. have how to treat each other and how to have a healthy relationship. Yep, such a great answer. And yeah, what you say is so true. And there was something that I was going to add to that. I've forgotten, but I'll move on <laughs> to... Maybe the final question, when it comes to picking a partner, there's this, I guess, catch 22 of, you know, they look, so do they, they, I mean, is it about having the right heart, the right personality, or is it more about having, you know, really good looks, being attractive? Like there's this saying, you know, look, looks win over the eyes, personality wins over the heart. So the question is in regards, I just want to make sure I understand the question correctly. So what does it matter more, looks or? Yeah, looks or or having the right, I guess, heart. Well, I, I guess it really depends, again, of each person's needs, right? So some people are more focused on the outside package, you know, some people. So if you, if, if you were to, you need to understand who is the right person for you. Right. So if physique, like how the person looks like, then obviously that's gonna, you know, be what's gonna drive you towards someone. Mm. If it's kind of for example, I pick my partner because of how he shows up for me and the way how I feel next to him. Mm. So ask yourself, like, okay, if I'm next to this person, the fact that he looks like this or she looks like this is gonna make me feel a certain way. And that's how I want to feel. What else do I need to, you know, this person to do or be in order for me to, you know, feel how I want to feel? So for me, it was really important to feel loved, to feel seen, Mm. heard, understood, to be with someone who can validate my feelings, to be with someone that I can rely on, to be with someone that can take a decision and take me places and, and you know, take the leadership, but also allow me to express. So the looks, you know, like, yes, are, they are important, but they're definitely not, you know, 100%, like, I'm not just going for the looks. I, I don't want you to, to think I'm going for, I've been going for ugly people mm. sometimes that and what's ugly or what's beautiful like each individual responds differently mm. right for me i love people with green or blue eyes you know <laughs> it's my partner it's very nice so yeah, i respond to that you might like brown eyes i don't know it doesn't matter like so it's so relative understanding really like doing that process of exploration there's no one answer fits all understanding what you really, what's important to you right now. There are women who really need a loving guy because they have never experienced that before. And Next. there are women who need a masculine guy, someone that can like stand up because they're very strong and very like strong will. And they might think, oh, I want a masculine guy. 
okay, who is going to like really be able to handle me, but they don't understand that might not be necessarily what is not a good match because if they are very strong and this mm. other guy strong, they're too, most of the time, too strong willed people and it can create a lot of like conflict. Oh, definitely. So understanding that, like, what will actually fit, you know? What is a relationship? I'm asking my, my, the woman in my group program, what is, what is the relationship that you want? What do you see yourself doing? Mm. What do you see yourself experiences, experiencing? Go in detail and really see that. And then tell me who is the man that fits that relationship. Because not every man, like if you want to spend time with family, doing barbecues, and you might not, you know, fit a, a certain number of people, okay? Because if it's someone that, for example, it's a coach, you know, like I work Saturdays and Sundays as well sometimes, okay? Uh. So I might not have time for the barbecues or, or the whole family environment. Or, so understanding like what's, what is it that I want to experience in this relationship will support you understand who is the person that fits you in. But you have to have the knowledge to know what questions to ask, which is what I'm doing. That's why I'm helping people, you know, ex- helping them explore by asking, you know, certain questions that create certain answers and awareness with it. And then when they go out there, they can say it. So then now you know what you want to experience, you know who fits into that. And now you also have clarity where you can find it. So you're not just going based on how you feel in the moment, because when you go based on how you feel on a few dates, the problem with that is that a feeling can go like this. Mm. And once that feeling is gone, you are dealing with a whole bunch of other stressors. You know, you want to shut down, you retaliate, you like feel misunderstood, resentful, frustrated, irritable, and all that sort of stuff that, you know, it just cascades into like more yeahness into the relationship. So the worst thing that you can do is to go just based, go into a relationship just based on how you are feeling in a moment. Um, you know, just notice the consistency in, in, in it. Wow. It's incredible to see all the great questions we've asked and all the great responses you've given Christina Davy. it's been such an honor to have you on the will to win show and I feel like you've really added a ton of value and single people couples a lot of I guess like I said value and wisdom from what you've shared today so thank you so much and before you do say goodbye also mention how we can get in contact with you on the show, socials. Sure. So Christina Davy, Christina No H and D A V Y. You know, just look me up, dating and relationship coach, located in Sydney. I do a, a single once a month. The next one is on the first of March. I look forward to see you all there. And yeah, I'll put a free call to everyone. You know, just to get to know you, understand. You know, some of your challenges or struggles. And just give you a little bit of a lift. So the easiest way, just look up Christina Davy and yeah, on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and a little bit. I just started on TikTok too. Thanks so much, Christina. Thank you for listening to the Will to Win. I hope today's episode was overflowing with value and helped inspire you to make what seems impossible totally possible. If you haven't already, please make sure you hit the subscribe button. 
And if you got value from this episode, it would make such a huge difference if you could just take one minute of your time to leave me a five-star rating and review. Then screenshot this episode, share it on your story, and tag me in. And until next time, don't forget to remember that nothing is impossible. <laughs>